Welcome to Victory Christian Center's audio podcast. We hope this message encourages you, and we look forward to connecting with you on social media or FCCFMD.com. I just have to praise. That's all I can do right now. And I thought, Lord, sometimes that's all we can do in the midst of what's going on. Can't change the situation. We can't change the circumstance. We just gotta praise. I've gotta praise you in the midst of my storm. And so this song came to my heart this week, and I, I just sang it all week long. But I want to sing it with you this morning. And so the words are on the screen. You might have heard it before. It's a newer, a newer worship song. But I just felt this morning. Like somebody needed to be reminded of this today, and I'm including myself in here. So I'm going to open up this altar again. If you need prayer this morning, maybe you just need to slip up your hand. Say, God, I need you today.
this morning, you can turn with me to Psalm chapter 31. We're going to take a look at the first few verses. Psalm chapter 31, beginning in verse 1. David says, In you, O Lord, I have taken refuge. Let me never be ashamed. In your righteousness, deliver me. Incline your ear to me. Rescue me quickly. Be to me a rock of strength, a stronghold to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. For your name's sake, you will lead me and guide me. You will pull me out of the net. Do you hear the confidence in David there? You will pull me out of the net which they have secretly laid for me. For you are my strength. And then in verse 5, we see the seven words that Jesus had uttered as he took his last breath on the cross. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have ransomed me, O Lord, God of truth. I love how David describes the Lord in those first few verses. If you look at all the adjectives that he uses, he says he's a refuge, he's a rock of strength, he is a righteousness, he is a stronghold, he is a fortress, he is a redeemer, he is the God of truth. And then in verse 6, David said, I hate those who devote themselves to worthless idols, but I trust in the Lord. I trust in the Lord. I trust in Yahweh. I trust in Jehovah, the Holy One of Israel. I trust in Yeshua, the Anointed One, who is my salvation. And then in verse 7, he says, I will rejoice and be glad in what? In my circumstance? In who I am and what's going on around me? No, he says, I will rejoice and be glad in your faithfulness. He's saying, I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to praise. Why? Because he says, everything in life may be going crazy, but God, I'm going to trust in who you are. I'm going to praise you because of your faithfulness, and not only am I going to rejoice, I'm going to be glad. Not only am I going to rejoice, I'm going to be glad. You ever met a grouchy Christian? My goodness. Lord, help us. Think we all know something sometimes we even are one he said I'm going to rejoice and be glad I probably told y'all the story before I was traveling and ministering uh, in some churches in New England and I was at this one church and um, guys you're going to Darren and Juliana you're going to like this one okay? okay I was at this church and they were walking around and they were singing some Sunday school songs and so they started clapping and singing and I got the joy 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 down in my heart and I was like yeah I know this one and so I started clapping my hands and I said because I'm so happy so very happy I was glad I was in the house of the Lord and this dear sister, bless her heart, she came up from the back and she whispered in my ear and she said, Honey, we don't sing that part here. Well, I just kept right on clapping and I said, Well, if the devil doesn't like it, he can sit on attack. Sit on attack. The joy of the Lord. He said, I rejoice and be glad. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad. The Apostle Paul said, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, Rejoice. David said, I will rejoice and be glad in your faithfulness because you have seen my misery. You have known the trouble. 
and you have not handed me over to the enemy. You have set my feet in a large place. You've established my steps. You've made my feet firm. He said, you have seen my misery. Always like to do a word study when I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, when I am preparing for Sunday. And uh, sometimes, you know, you, you look up a word in the original text and you're thinking, oh, this is going to be a great, a great definition. And you look it up and it tells you exactly what the word is. And so you think, oh, I'm going to look up the word C. And the definition is just C, you know. But sometimes you look it up and you get just this gem of a definition. And so I want to give you a couple of definitions this morning to help you better understand what David's saying here and why he's saying he rejoices and he's glad in the faithfulness of God. And so that word seen in the Hebrew, if you can put that next slide up, it means to see, to look at, to perceive, to consider, regard, to look after, see after, find out, observe. It means to cause, to look intently at something. It means provided for. It means cared for. And so David's saying, Lord, you have seen my misery. You've looked intently at my situation. And you've looked after me. Isn't it reassuring to know that someone's looking after you? You've cared for me. You've provided for me in the midst of my misery, in the midst of my situation. I haven't gone unnoticed by God because he's looked intently at my situation. But then we go on and he says, you have known the troubles of my soul. That word known, you can put up the next slide. It means to know by experience, to recognize, to be aware of, to be acquainted with something. And it means to care for. So Lord, you've looked intently at what's going on in my life, but not only have you looked at it, you know what's going on by experience. Scripture tells us that Jesus was tested in all ways as we are, and yet he was without sin. He knows what's going on. Amen. He knows what's going on. He's become acquainted with it. He's acquainted himself with the troubles of my soul. He is fully aware of whatever it is that troubles me. If we read this verse in the King James Version, it says, Thou hast known my soul in adversities. And David goes on to say, And you have not handed me over to the enemy. How many of you are thankful? You haven't handed me over to the enemy. You set my feet in a large place. But then we jump down to verses 15, 14 and 15, and he says, But as for me, I trust in you, Lord. I say, You are my God. My times are in your hand. As for me, Lord, I'm going to trust in you because my time is in your hand. Lord, you've walked with me through the valley. You've stayed with me through the storm. You've been beside me in the fire. And I'm going to trust you the rest of the way because my times are in your hand. It's the reality of the stresses of our life. How many of you have some stress in your life? Be honest, you're in church. Got some stress in your life. Some of us a little more than others. But the reality of the matter is that our times are in his hands. 
every stress, every care, every anxiety, every worry. It's in his hand, and because of that, I'm going to trust you. David was stressing out a little bit. I'm going to trust you, Lord. Amen. I'm going to trust you, Lord. Verses 19 and 20, he says, How great is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you, which you have performed for those who take refuge in you, before the sons of mankind. You hide them in the secret place of your presence from the conspiracies of mankind. What is it the scripture tells us? He who dwells in the secret place, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will find what? Will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. How many of you need some rest this morning? I don't mean you're ready to go home and take a nap. That might be the case. But you just say, God, I just need a little bit of a breather. I need a little bit of a break. I just need a little bit of a pause. I just need, I just need a rest. I just need some peace. I need some calm in my life. David said, you hide me in the secret place. It's the idea of a veil or of a covering. And when Jesus died on that cross and drew his last breath, that veil, that covering that hung in the temple that separated the most holy place from everything else was torn in two from the top to the bottom. The curtain that was six inches thick was rent in half, giving you and I access to the throne room of the presence of God. And so Paul says we can come boldly. We can come boldly before the throne of grace. We can enter in to that secret place. We've been given access to his presence. We've been given access to the secret place because we're covered by the blood of Jesus. David goes on in verse 24. He says, be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord. Be strong and take courage, he says. All you who wait for the Lord. That Hebrew word that David used there for wait was used 42 times in Scripture. And you know what it means? It means to hope. To hope. Be strong and take courage. All you who wait for the Lord. All you who hope in the Lord. How many of you had to wait for something? Maybe you're, you're in the process of waiting for something. And it just seems like eons. Time just keeps moving along and you're still waiting. Still waiting. Lord, how much longer? How much longer? You're waiting. You're waiting. Are you waiting in hope? Are you waiting in expectation for what it is that God is trying to do in the wait, for what it is that he's trying to build in you? Or are you complaining, Lord, it's got to stop. I can't, can't hold on anymore. I'm done. Got to bring it to an end. Tired of waiting. Or are you praising him for what he has in store? A psalm of complaint and of praise. Joyce Meyer said, complain and remain, praise and be raised. Complain and remain, or praise and be raised. Amen. There's a story about the Duke of Wellington, and he was not the easiest man to serve under. 
It said that he was very brilliant and he was a demanding officer, but he was not one to shower his subordinates with any kind of compliments, even in the greatest victories. And so toward the end of his life, there was a young woman who asked him if he could go back and live his life over again, if there was anything that he would do differently. And he said, I'd give more praise. I'd give more praise. And I wonder this morning if you're finding yourself in the midst of a storm. If you're finding yourself in the midst of that fire and you're just complaining and saying, Lord, it's too much. It's too much. And God's saying, I want your praise. I want your praise. To give him more praise. I don't want to look back at my life and say, I wish. I wish I had given more praise. I want to be able to stand in the midst of that storm. With my arms lifted high, Lord, I'm going to raise a hallelujah. I'm going to praise you anyway. I'm going to dare to believe even though I can't see the end. I'm going to praise you in the midst of my storm. And so this morning, I want us to, to kind of end a little differently. We're going to sing the chorus of that last song again. I want you to sing it with me this time. And then I'm going to ask Darren to come here because I need his help with something. I'm not going to make him sing because I know he'd get pretty upset with me if I did that. Get a hold of this and just sit on the front pew for me, okay? Just sit on the front pew. You don't have to sing. Okay. All right. I'm going to ask the rest of you if you would stand with me this morning. We're going to sing this last chorus. And as we sing today, regardless of what it is that you're facing, I want you to praise. I want you to raise your hands. And I want you to praise them anyway. There's another in the fire.
because it's a test you give your faith. It works patience. And so we're going to count it all joy this morning. We're going to let the enemy know that he's defeated today. Because we're not going to wallow in our, in our feeling of defeat. We're not going to complain in the midst of our circumstance. But we're going to praise. And so I want you this morning, I just want you to think for just a moment. I'm just going to give you a, a moment to think. Something you can praise God for today in the midst of your storm. Maybe that he's, he said he woke you up and brought you to church this morning. Maybe he met a need that you had this week. Maybe he encouraged your heart. Maybe he reminded you of a promise that he gave you years ago. But I want you to think of it for just a moment. And when you got it, I want you to raise your hand. Darren's going to come around with a microphone. And I want you to praise. I want you to share with us. We're going to turn this into a testimony. Satan, you tried to knock me down, but Jesus brought me out. Hallelujah. There's another in the fire. Give you just a moment. When you got your testimony, just raise your hand and say, I got it. I got it. Darren's going to come and bring you the microphone so we can hear you. Anybody have a testimony this morning?
homes given, but I'm thankful that you give to more than I'm thankful for our church family and you guys are our family. And that it's not just people, but you guys are our family, and I'm so thankful for that.
of you this morning. We praise you for all that you've done, for all that you've yet to do. Lord, we love you. Father, we know that you're standing with us this morning. And so, Father, instead of choosing to complain in the midst of our circumstance, we're going to praise and we're going to rejoice. We're going to raise up that victory banner anyway because you are faithful. And you are good, and we thank you for it. Lord, I pray your blessing and your favor over those here this morning. Father, would you protect them on the road as they travel home? Bless their fellowship this afternoon. Lord, bring them back safe tonight. Lord, we love you. We ask this in Jesus' name, and God's people said amen. 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 Friends, we'll see you tonight at 530 hamburgers and hot dogs. Come on, get something to eat and worship with us tonight. Amen. listening to Victor Christian Center's audio podcast. We look forward to connecting with you on our social media or at FCCFMD.com.